Welcome to Season 1, Episode 1 of Sprott Asset Management's Gold Talks. My name is Ed Coyne, and I'll be your host today, talking about precious metals, um, specifically physical gold. So often people think about physical gold as a non-productive asset. Today, we're going to talk about how to make physical gold a productive asset within your diversified portfolio. But for those that aren't familiar with Sprott, I thought today would be a good day to talk a little about who we are as a firm and then pivot right into the, uh, the topic of the day, which is physical gold. Sprott's a unique firm in that we focus on precious metals, whether it's the physical market, the equity market, or even the lending market. So I thought I'd start at the beginning, and that is precious metals in general, but more importantly, physical gold. As I mentioned, gold has many different avenues to go down from an investment standpoint, whether it's the physical market, uh, whether it's equities um, on the small cap side or junior mining side or the large cap side, senior mining side, or even uh, raising capital and loaning it to mining companies for operating leverage. There's a lot of different ways to invest in the space, but I like to start at the beginning, which is just simply allocating to the physical market. So often, investors think about physical gold is just that, a yellow rock on a shelf and nothing more. Um, it's not a productive asset. It doesn't pay a dividend. There's no earnings. There's no income. There's no management. It just sits there. Um, one of the most famous investors out there, Warren Buffett, notoriously talks down gold pretty much every year in the first paragraph of his annual letter, and sometimes for good reason, right? What does gold actually do? Well, unlike an asset that you can technically uh, set it and forget it, a company that maybe pays a dividend that has earnings and so forth, and you reinvest those dividends, gold is different in that you actually have to manage that allocation to make it a productive asset. If you look at gold's performance patterns over the last four plus decades, it's actually served as one of the better diversifiers in a portfolio. It's liquid, it's low cost, and it's actually produced quite nice returns for an investor, particularly when you're looking at it relative to other assets. And over the last 20 years, in what I call the modern era of gold investing, it's been, frankly, one of the best performing assets out there. But the reason for owning gold is really what people need to think about as an investor. And if you get caught up on the idea that it doesn't pay a dividend, if you get caught up on the idea that there's no earnings, if you try to compare gold to a typical large cap company in, say, the S&P 500, you're going to typically not invest in it because you're comparing an apple to an orange. But if you think about gold as not a commodity, but you think about gold as a true alternative asset, then all of a sudden the lens starts to widen on how to think about gold in a portfolio. So we like to always say at Sprott that gold is the original alternative investment. And what we mean by that is when you look at gold over the last four plus decades, since it's been able to trade freely in the open market in the U.S., um, gold has a history of performing differently than stocks and bonds over multiple market cycles. 2020 was just another reminder of gold's ability to provide diversification within a portfolio. In fact, we've been seeing that happen since really the fourth quarter of 2015 when the Fed attempted to tighten. Prior to that, it was the global financial crisis of 2008, where gold yet again served as a wonderful diversifier. And again, when you look at it over the last 20 years, gold's been a fantastic diversifier in a portfolio and actually has delivered double-digit returns over the last two decades. So thinking about gold as an alternative asset and moving it out of the commodity basket and into the alternative asset basket 
in our mind is really the way to view physical gold. Now, how do you make an asset simply that sits on a shelf productive, right? How do you make an asset that doesn't pay a dividend, doesn't have earnings? How do you make it productive? How do you put it to work? Well, you have to manage that allocation. And what I mean by that is if you decide that you're going to have a 3% allocation or a 5% allocation or even a 10% allocation to the physical market as a diversifier in your portfolio, you have to be mindful of that weight. And that means a rebalance. And whether that's on a quarterly basis or an annual basis, depending on the tax sensitivity of a client's account, you have to sit there and look at it and say, okay, last year gold outperformed the S&P 500. That means I need to trim back my allocation to my desired weight. So if it's 5% and right now it's 6.5, even though gold continues to do well, you have to get it back down to 5% and trim that position. Conversely, in years where the S&P has outperformed gold, and let's say your 5% allocation now went to four or three and a half because the S&P did so well, again, just in a very simple you know, gold versus S&P model, you would have to have the discipline to build that position back up to 5%. And over multiple market cycles, if you manage that allocation, you then take a non-productive asset and you make it productive and you allow it to diversify your portfolio and you typically will sell when it's working, you buy when it's, when it's selling off relative to the rest of your portfolio. Not in absolute terms, but in relative terms. And that's really the way to make physical gold a productive asset in a portfolio. You'll find over time when you do that, that gold will be one of your better performing assets um, as a diversifier. So before you go down the path of say a two and 20 or a one and 10 alternative asset strategy through a hedge fund and, and invest in a product that in some cases is very hard to understand and very hard to articulate to your shareholder base, Think about gold as a very direct, simple, low-cost, liquid way to get a portion of your capital outside the traditional markets and into a, a different part of the market that, again, has a history of performing differently. But if you do this, you do have to manage that allocation. So making this non-productive asset a productive asset by rebalancing on a quarterly or semi-annual or annual basis, again, depending on the tax sensitivity of the client and the account, that is the way you can make gold productive. That is the way gold can serve as a true diversifier in a portfolio. For today's podcast, I really just wanted to get a message out there that physical gold is a true alternative. Physical gold can be a productive asset if you put in the work, if you put in the time and allow it to do so. Uh, for those that want to be more opportunistic, you can always look at the equity story. There's times where you want to own gold stocks and there's times where you don't. We believe that we're in a phase of the market today where you want to own both gold and gold equities because of the overall narrative in the marketplace. We all know we're going to be in lower for longer interest rates. We all see that money is being printed on a daily basis. We see checks being sent to people all around the world. That is all pro-gold right now. And so we think the gold equity story also looks well. So we encourage you to tune in to our next episode to hear more about gold equity, where I'm hoping to have a special guest on to talk about the equity markets. And until then, I encourage you to take a look at Sprott through Sprott.com, as well as look at physical gold as a true alternative asset in helping diversify your portfolio. You have been listening to the Gold Talk podcast by Sprott Inc. For more information and insights on precious metals investing, please visit Sprott.com. 
This podcast should not be copied, distributed, published, or reproduced whole or in part. The information contained in this podcast does not constitute research or recommendation from any Sprott entity to the listener. Neither Sprott nor any of its affiliates make any representation or warranty as to the accuracy or completeness of the statements or any information contained in this podcast. And any liability, therefore, including in respect of direct, indirect, or consequential loss or damage is expressly disclaimed. The views expressed in this podcast are not necessarily those of Sprott, and Sprott is not providing any financial, economic, legal, accounting, or tax advice or recommendations in this podcast. In addition, the receipt of this podcast by any listener is not to be taken as constituting the giving of investment advice by Sprott to that listener, nor to constitute such person a client of any Sprott entity. Past performance is no indication of future results.